0: Welcome to the YGV 100FM podcast. I'm your host Wun Tan. In this podcast, we invite you to join us in the exciting world of your global village. If this is your first time here, we are a community living and working in a metaverse-inspired village. Our purpose with this podcast is to share the stories of each resident and find the lessons learned that can help you get better results and have a bigger impact. Whether you're just starting out in your business or you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll find fresh ideas and inspiration in these stories. Welcome to the YGV 100 FM podcast. With me today I've got Niraj Shah from Titan Mastermind. Welcome
1: to the show Niraj. Thank you, Rohan. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here at YGV 100 FM. Do you like the studio? Man, I
0: love this studio. What a cool studio you have. Yes, it looks amazing. Um, So let's jump straight into the 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 content, right? So it's it's really about your three stories. There's obviously the first part, which is really the personal story, the, the personal impact, your background. And then the second part, we're going to be talking a bit about your current business. What is it that you do and um, the business impact that you have? And then the third part of the story is the future story how are you going to make an impact to the community? So let's go into the part one. So tell us a bit about who you are, how how you became who you are today. What are the key moments in your journey and what were the big decisions that made you, um, you know, get to where you are
1: today? Uh, if, if I was to really look back, you know, when you're able to connect the dots, I, I think one key fo- um, founding moment in my life was around the age of six when my parents decided to go on a world trip and I decided not to join them and I stayed with my grandmother and I was still in kindergarten. I I may have been five or six at that time and I remember coming back one day home from school and I sat with my grandmother expecting her to uh, read with me the English books that we had been learning and to my surprise she couldn't actually we or write English. so mm-hmm. I got very upset and frustrated and uh, you know, after a while I don't know something you know just clicked in my head. I said okay well you know I probably didn't know how to read or write English before and my mom was teaching me and school was teaching me. I think I could even teach that to my grandmother and I took it upon me to uh, teach her uh, English and uh, she she went on uh, to, you know, be able to read and write English uh me. So, you know, that was something quite um, amazing and uh, to get that r- real encouragement. So I guess, you know, somehow at that point in time, I must have found out that I had a teacher in me somewhere, but it's not much later until I had the courage to follow my path. So, you know, it's maybe uh, when I was 30, so almost like 24 years, 25 years later, that I had the courage to follow it. So I had a particular incident that happened in 2001, in in May, where uh, my wife passed away at the time. And uh, it was in a very tragic incident and i was there with her and uh it it was very harrowing for me and whenever i think anything uh like that happens and particularly when i think you're you're young it it makes you just question why are you here and what are you here to do And and i just felt again this was one of those shaping moments that somehow i had been left behind there must be some purpose that God has for me and I've got to really uh find it and, and really walk along that particular path, uh, no matter how you know, fearful I am. And at that point in time I think when you've lost everything that you care for, then you know the thinking is that you really haven't got anything to lose. Um and I was thinking, you know like I can't keep living my life uh living what my you know parents wanted me to do or what uh my family wanted me to do because at that time I was in my family business, so I decided to you know just find my own path, and I think that kind of took me to a path where I you know moved from the u k with a one way ticket to India and started a business networking group. And one of the things that I had to do as part of that business networking group is really teach people how to network. So, you know, you can say that I came back into teaching uh in uh, a roundabout way and I, I really found my calling. So I think that's how, you know, that's really my backstory coming into this. And and I moved to India knowing just one person uh, to start a business that I knew nothing about. <laughs> Uh, uh, and, and literally started from scratch. Um, and, you know, went on to build that particular business to, in, in the next 11 years, take it to about 28 cities across India and, uh, grew it from zero to 10,000 plus entrepreneurs. Um, uh, so it, it really was an incredible journey. And I wouldn't have been able to take that had I not had these little nudges and realizations along the way. And so you, you, where did you grow up? You grew up in, in the UK? Uh, so born in Kenya, I was there until the age of 12. Then we moved to the UK. And, uh, then, uh, when, uh, kind of this happened, I think between 2001 and 2003, you know, I, I kind of, I was in the, in, in the UK and then, I decided to move to India. So my grandparents were born in India. So I kind of ended up completing the circle, of the triangle yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Cool. Um, so yeah, th- thanks for sharing that background story. I think that's fascinating. Could you share I- a bit about what, what you did when you were at BNI in India?
1: well b i is basically a networking organization, so it works with entrepreneurs to help them get referrals so it was a referral and business networking um organization and really, we had a system where we had one person from each trader profession getting together every week, people learning about each other's business, but not only learning about each other's business. I think the key thing here is and developing relationships and not only that learning how to use social selling principles which whether you are networking offline or online i think is a key skill set that people need to learn and um, you know you'll always hear these successful people saying that you know it's your your network which will determine your network worth and, uh, definitely I've, I've seen that, uh, you know, come about. But it's not only really from that particular perspective. I think, you know, you, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. So, you know, trying to hang out with some like-minded people who are looking to also grow and help you grow, uh, together with them. So I think that's what we were allowing people to do. And I think really we were the pioneers in bringing networking, uh, to india and really starting a networking revolution
0: amazing let's jump into the the part two of this uh, interview right so this is kind of your business uh titan masterminds right and i know you are, you're you a real expert in in linkedin and i've been to um, your, your training courses and could you share with us you know what's the what is the before story when when people come to you? What are some of the challenges or problems that clients face when working with you, uh, when they start working with you? And uh, you know, what, what do they? Um, what what are their feelings and needs when they first approach you?
1: I I think typically what happens is they're owner managed businesses, so they wear many different hats, and they're trying to do many different things. And often, you know, they have a good technical knowledge. Uh, they would have maybe worked for a larger company or uh, something like that, where they would have developed that technical know-how or they would have got a certain qualification that allowed them with the work experience. And then they would have decided to uh, go on their own. Uh, The entrepreneurial bug would have uh, met them. And initially what happens is that they end up starting with uh, some clients that they've already worked with, uh, some people that they know, And when they do a good job and there's that personal uh, service, then people end up getting great results and referring you on to other people. And typically, their business is going through word of mouth. They don't actually have a marketing system. Uh, They have a great operational system. They're able to deliver whatever promise that it is that they want to, but they don't actually have a marketing system. They would not maybe have looked at their product side and uh, they they will be good at sales so I think they get to a ceiling and they get to a level of frustration where they're working really hard. Um, they might be even working with more clients, uh, they may be having more revenue but they're not really able to uh, move forward in a way which is sustainable. There's feast and famine and you know it keeps going up and down so then they realized that actually they need to have a, a system a marketing system which will help them uh, scale up so uh, i developed a lot of marketing know-how as i scaled up BNR um, in india and we used both online and offline and you know i was a pioneer in social media so i remember running we and I first ever social media workshop in two thousand and eight, uh, when you know very few people would have understood it, but i I really understood how the network and the social media layer worked uh, well together. So I think what happened was um I pretty much had an offline business before COVID, and I was running uh these business coaching sessions uh growth sessions, you know over a year. Uh, working in a group coaching session. and Then I realized that, look, um, with COVID happening, we don't know when we're going to be able to meet uh, offline and we're going to have to pivot uh, online. And I felt that at that point in time, virtual networking would be something that would be important. And when I was talking to customers and say, hey, I'm thinking of putting together a LinkedIn uh, workshop, how many of you would be interested? And you know, a whole bunch of them said, you know, yes. In fact, a couple of hundred of them said yes. So that immediately told me that, yes, this is something I need to focus on. So I really kind of dove deep into it. I had already been on LinkedIn, but had not been utilizing it fully. So I made it a point to say that, okay, let me use this to pivot my business and help it go global, not only local, but uh, not local within the Mumbai region, but even across India. And I was able to do that uh, really well with uh, LinkedIn. So all the things that I had learned from networking and social media and how we had utilized it to grow, I initially formed helping me get more members and then helping me get franchises. So members, it's more a B2C kind of model. Whereas uh, getting franchisees is more a B2B type um, model. So we had ended up using it um, for that. And I had an opportunity to write a book with the founder of BNI, uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner. He wrote the offline version of networking. Whereas he felt I had the expertise to write about online because I've already demonstrated it. So we ended up putting together this book, uh, you know, which really, I don't know, helped us uh, get literally thousands of leads and convert, you know, absolutely hundreds of uh, new uh, members just because of that uh, little book.
0: So, Neeraj, tell us a bit about, you know, uh, what are the outcomes and results that you get when when, uh, you work with all these uh, clients that you have?
1: So one of the things to understand is that LinkedIn is a business networking platform, but it is also a social network. And people would like to see the business side of you and the personal part of you. So it's a bit of a paradox. And actually, that's the case, even in offline uh, networks. People would like to know who you are, what your interests are. If there's some commonalities, then immediately those become talking points or they become points that you'll follow a person or you'll resonate with. So I think, you know, really understanding that, we we began to craft a simple system that would help you really leverage LinkedIn. And there's some key things. Uh, Now there's some 774 million people on LinkedIn. Okay, so it is the number one business network. Four out of five people are decision-makers. And 55% of the people on LinkedIn actually earn more than $75,000. So they are decision-makers and high-income earners. And therefore, if you put those together, then you can actually use it to sell high-value products and services. And uh, you don't need to end up um, having um, your major... like. And you know, paying uh, Facebook ad costs or things like that, you're able to grow these things quite organically because the organic reach of LinkedIn is amazing. So what I would say is that I, I basically help consultants, experts, and coaches uh, win ten thousand dollar plus clients using LinkedIn in just fifteen minutes a day because everyone is time pressed, and we would like to get results. You know, don't tell me it's going to take a couple of hours. You know, each day. To, to get the result, show me how I can get the results I need uh, within a short period of time. And particularly because a lot of owner-managed businesses, they're wearing multiple hats. So you know, they, they're also involved in the delivery uh, side of things. So that's what we have been doing. I think the other thing that uh, really began to grow and a couple of clients began to ask it is that they saw that they could have their cxo teams being more active on linkedin and particularly if we could get them to position themselves as thought leaders it would actually help them you know in their own career and also it could help the uh business or the company so we've we've done a number of programs on that so i would say that you know the, these are two groups of people that i work with one uh, one are entrepreneurs and uh one are, you know, high-level corporate executives uh, look, looking to grow their personal brand
0: and sure. Amazing. One of the things that uh, we're all are very passionate about is really creating impact in in our community, in our network, right? So, Niraj, could you share with us, you know, how how will you shape the story of the world, right? So, if you imagine today is twenty twenty six, looking back in the past five years, what would you say are the highlights in the in the past five years?
1: So so I, I believe, you know, uh, the, the word Titan, it's like, a, you know, like a Greek god. And I think there's a Titan within us. Uh, we've got to discover that Titan and uh, help that Titan shine, you know, and really play to our strengths and positively impact the world uh, with those particular strengths. So I think the, the Titan method essentially helps people to do that to really discover what their particular greatness is, to be able to package it into a product or a service that can really benefit uh, people and to create a community. Because I think in this day and age, community is very important. There's a lot of collaboration that can happen. And I'll just share some amazing stories uh, where we've had people initially first get clear about who they are, how do they add value to the world? And then once they got clear about that, beginning to talk to each other, who were coming from different spaces. And then there was a group of three of them uh, that were all from financial services, but all did something different. Uh, One was a large stockbroker, which had some 600 franchises uh, across India. Uh, Another one was a... Options trader who who was able to help you generate more alpha, as it's called, you know, higher returns on your existing port, portfolios and for uh, proprietary firm funds, you know. So large companies certainly have a lot of cash, and uh, you know they try and maximize the returns uh, that they're able to get, and and he was able to uh, do that. And then my own financial advisor who. You know, every time she used to help me with my financial planning, always used to be amazed at how I was growing my own business and was always interested. So, you know, when I said that, hey, you know, I've I've started my own thing and I'm going to help business owners uh, grow their business, she's the first person to not to say, hey. And, um, you know, we went from 19 clients to 100 clients in one year, you know, which was an incredible uh, thing. So now these three people came together. I, I could see synergies between these three people. Now, imagine I'm, I'm the client. I already am invested in stocks, mutual funds, et cetera, that my financial advisor is advising me to. Then I have this other guy who I'm, I'm also a client of, but I'm paying him separately uh, to manage some money that I've given him and generate extra returns through options trading. But we need an intermediary in between that is a registered stockbroker that uh is regulated that can give me or rather not me but you know, me limits to be able to uh do this trading so that I can also take my mutual fund portfolio and my other stock portfolio, pledge it to the stock broker, and you know, through the option strategy, be able to generate extra returns. And this started to give me cash flow. And I said, look, guys, I'm going to be a guinea pig. I said, you know, I, I trust all three of you because you all of you are my clients. And I, I, I know you come with integrity. And I think, you know, the three of you should really talk to each other. And they put this product together. I tested it out. You know, I was like, this is amazing. And uh the returns were were fabulous, and they've been able to uh um, now they have ten million dollars uh in assets uh you are utilizing the system. and it would not have been possible had each one of them tried to operate alone. So I think there's a big move in terms of collaboration, and I think this is where partnerships, collaborations and things can uh come together. So so now they've all come together and formed a company, uh, you know, which, which is amazing. So you know we we were now talking the next level of uh, investment planning um, today. You know uh, earlier in the afternoon, and it's just amazing how how far it's moved forward. Because now they they had a whole basket of things they were able to give me uh, currency trading. They were able to give me. Uh, foreign ETFs outside of India, because primarily my exposures in India, um, all sorts of other things, uh, you know, which manage my risk, uh, all sorts of things. But that all came from people speaking the same language, understanding that, you know, who are they, what can they be pattern in, what are their key strengths, and then packaging it. Be- because packaging is very important and getting the pitch right, and I think that's where a lot of people struggle. People uh, don't spend much time on the pitch, and then you know uh, end up not attracting either the right clients or the right high-paying clients. You know that are willing to pay uh, the kind of fees that they want to charge or the product they want to charge for. I think that's really important.
0: That's really amazing. So you, this kind of collaboration obviously came out of your your initiative uh, taking. Titan masterminds and, and putting your and the people you know together and actually, uh, obviously, it's it's now growing into something even bigger than...
1: I, I think initially people need to take care of their own business and, and uh, you know, get a flow from that. And then they can begin to look for the right partners. And, and uh, you know, being in a room full of other Titans just made it easier. Uh, you know, that, that was just one of the uh collaboration but there were many others that have happened uh since
0: so what what's the what's the future for for titan
1: masterminds um i think really just to continue down this particular uh route uh we we really are expanding things in a way where um we we have brought in more tech so it's tech enabled so a lot of the things that we used to do via um Spreadsheets and things like that. I have a back-end software which allows me to really customize uh, for people. So we're able to enter in specific data. We're able to extract their intellectual property, uh, put it in the software, press a button, and you know it, it uh, uh, comes out. And you get a full marketing uh, system uh, in place. So you know we can then help set up everything from social media posts to um video scripts to uh email sequences to even getting the usb uh of the product right so we you know that that's been something which has been very exciting and and now we're rolling this out and we've seeing some amazing results uh so i'd like to train a team of people who are then able to uh, help others to
0: do the same amazing i think that's a very very exciting um uh, some some very exciting technology you're building there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, are there any other thing you would like to share?
1: Um, I, I think anything that you do, you know, is going to boil down to your values. And, and I think uh, one key thing that I just wanted to say because I, I've been guilty of this uh, earlier. Two things I'd say, actually. Uh, number one, uh, stop trying to be perfect at everything, you know, fail forward, Uh, get things going fast. The more you do it, the better you get at it, you know? And that's, even though I didn't have a network when I moved here, you know, I I didn't let any of those things stop me. I am saying, look, I believe in this product, you know, and and I will find a group of people that believe in this and we will make something happen, you know? Like with or without them, I'm going to make this happen. So I think just that, you know, single-mindedness and, and just to get started and not, you know, wait for everything to be perfect. I think that's very important. And and I think the second thing is that as, as you begin to go through the journey, uh, don't compare yourself to others. Uh, it's, a, it's unfair to compare yourself to someone who may have been doing this for the last 25 years or, you know, even though they may have done it, say, for the last three years, but, you know, someone backing them, you know, who... Who's putting in a, a million dollars in marketing, you, you know? And if if you don't have that, then I mean, you can't. You you're not comparing apples to apples. And I think we're each on our own journey, and and it, it's our um, you know job to decide. Okay, you know, what's the direction I want to uh, go in, and and, and uh, you know, enjoy the journey. Uh, I, I I think that that's pieces of advice that I would give my younger self um, mm. and people can take whatever they can from that thank,
0: thank you very much niraj I think that was so so appropriate because like yeah I mean I think taking speed and, and getting getting into action and then not not comparing yourself with others journey I think that was a really wise advice from from you thank you very much Niraj thank
1: you thank you.
0: So thank you very much for listening to the end of this episode. That was Neeraj Shah of Titan Masterminds. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in to the next episode. Episode number two, we have Trevor Meriden of Marybourne Media. And he's going to be talking about his journey from being a journalist to becoming a content consultant and why content is the key to positioning yourself as a thought leader in your niche. To find out more about Your Global Village community, head over to yourglobalvillage.com. Oh yes, and one more thing. There's a very exciting treasure hunt that goes alongside this podcast. So if you're listening in, you can enter this competition and you'll be in the running to win some amazing prizes along the way. That's it for now and see you in the next episode.